stand clear of the doors. Hello? Hey, Joe, I'm on Coral. Uh, Alex is on Monorail Teal. What monorail are you on? I'm on Monorail Pink. Which one are you on? I just said I'm on Coral. Are you listening? Oh, you're on Coral. Yeah, yeah. I am listening. Yeah, we're going to go. But it's just a little bit of laggy. Oh, okay. We're, uh, we're all going to go head over to watch Tangled, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going through the Contemporary right now. Yeah, they got the projection screen outside? Yeah, yeah. On the, uh, it's actually on the on the hotel, right? Yeah, we we shouldn't have a problem getting uh, seats. Uh, we have a well, I'm sitting down right now. I'm waiting here. No, you're, aren't you on the monorail itself? I am, but we're waiting to disembark. Oh, this is a lot easier when we were able to be in the same monorail compartment and we didn't have to do the whole. Oh no, we're being apart. extra safe. We're not. We're in different compartments. We're on different monorails. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 45 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Today we will be giving the His Untangled. So what do you guys think about this movie? I think it's a great movie. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Definitely for a Disney movie, it's a really good one. It's not the Pixar. It's an actual Disney movie that's really, really good cartoon styled. Yeah, I'd say it's top five. Yeah, yeah. And that's true because usually the Pixar movies are the ones that, you know, people are always talking about. Mm-hmm. And this is not a Pixar movie. This is a um, Disney movie, and it's really, really yep. good. So this will let, this will let everyone know, uh, we are not recording in the studio. We are recording remotely at each mm-hmm. other's houses, so things might be a little bit off, uh, but we're taking this seriously, this whole, you know, um, quarantine thing. So we are recording at each other's house. So. You mean our own houses? I just want to let everyone know. Yeah, at our own houses. What? What? Why? What did I say? Each other's. At each, each other's, other's house. No, house. yeah, I'm at my, my house. house. Yeah, we all separated houses, and then when we get to quick fire, quick facts, we're going to swap houses again. Yeah, so we're just going to do like a like a round robin type of thing, right? Yeah, until the music stops. <laughs> yeah. How's my kids, Adam? <laughs> like mu- mu- musical houses, right? Is that what we're going to yeah. call it? Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, so what do you guys rate what do you guys rate this movie, would you Ooh. say? On a scale of one to ten. I think this is a ten for me. Oh wow. There's nothing wrong Closer. with it. You know, I would There's I, nothing wrong with it. I would agree it's a really good movie, but I mean, ten, I don't think I'll ever I'll ever give anything a ten, but I definitely give it a nine. No, you if they pay you to go see the movie and it was a really good movie, you'd rate it a ten. I think so, yes. They would have to pay me. I'd have to be getting royals, royalty checks from the movie for it to, for it to be a 10. So well, if you were... so uh, uh, Speaking of royalty checks, uh, do you want royalties off of something like um, Onward when it never made it to the theater, but except for two weeks? <laughs> like imagine if um, Chris Pratt and what's, the, what's uh, Spider-Man's name? Tom Holland. Tom Holland, yeah. If they were getting royalties right now, how would that work? Yeah, that... Yeah, but listen, here's my theory on that real quick, okay? Uh-oh. Is that Disney's going to make more money this way of it going straight to Disney+. Right. Plus? Because no. now people who were, didn't get Disney+, Plus are now going to get Disney+, Plus, and then they're going to forget about their Disney+, Plus subscription. Right, but that's Disney. That's not Tom money. Holland. A lot of actors say, hey, take away from my pay and give me back-end. How are you going to have back-end mm, when yeah, there's no individual sales? Yeah. That's true. Hey, do you guys want to hear my rating on Tangled or no? No, sure. that's good. i rate it an eight is what i give it wow well and you saw this movie which is crazy alex actually never never actually said the rating he just said mine was too high oh you did oh i said nine yeah i think he gave it a Uh, nine right Yeah, nine um so what's wrong is there anything wrong with the movie uh it's a good question uh you know i think it's a very enjoyable movie from the beginning to the end uh i don't think that there's anything wrong with the movie but it's just i guess it's not, not not my type of movie. I mean, I it's a good score, guys, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say, you know, it's a good score, yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think anything's wrong with it. With the movie itself. I mean, maybe I'll have to re maybe ten might be a little high and I'd have to see it a little you know, I'd have to rewatch it. Because like with Onward When's the last time you watched it? Whenever it came out to uh on demand. Yeah, I'd seen it a second time. <laughs> okay. But like with Onward, like I found two, uh, well, one really big mistake. 
And, you know, it's kind of like put me off with the whole crack in the ground. It's like he never even seen that. But then somehow the cops were on the other side of the crack in the ground. It's like, how'd that happen? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, we should get more into it in uh, memories in this weekend. Memories, yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) But so for that reason, maybe that's why I'm writing a 10 because I don't remember anything in particular wrong with Tangled. But as of right now, I can't. It's a solid movie. Let's get to the His Untangled. I'm malicious, mean, and scary. My snicker-curdled dairy. And violence-wise, my hands are not the cleanest. But despite my evil look and my temper and my hook, I've always yearned to be a concertinist. Tangled is a Disney animated movie that was released on November 24th, 2010. It is a reimagining of the classic Rapunzel story, Tangled went through a few directors and took over six years to create. Despite this, it ended up becoming an amazing hit with a wide variety of fans and has spawned a second film, a video game, and a television series. So when you say second film, I had to look that one up because I'm like, what is Alex writing? And then find out that it's a cartoon. Mm -hmm. Like an actual cartoon, not a 3D animated no, I think the second the second oh. the second movie that straight to no, TV was CGI. Yeah, go look at the the Ever After go on IMDb. Oh. So have you, either of you guys played the video game? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know about you guys, but if I was to go ahead and give a movie a ten, I'd be uh, like, you know something, I might check out this video game when it comes out. <laughs> and I gave this movie a ten, <laughs> right? I like all in on this movie. No, movie movie video games are never good. Oh, what? Dude, Lion King for Sega Genesis? Oh, sorry. Aladdin? Okay. Those games were good. Sorry. All right. All right. From 360 on, movie games are never good. Oh, okay. Okay. From Adam. 360 on. Okay. I can hear you on that. Are yeah. you looking up Tangled Ever After? Are you looking up be- Tangled Before Ever After? No, Tangled Ever After. It still has Manny Moore CGI. and the other guy. Oh, oh, okay. Yep. I before ever. Yeah, before after. ever after is the is the third movie, and that is a precursor oh, to okay. the TV show. How many so ever afters are they gonna have? Wait. So what are you talking about? Tangled what? Ever after. Ever. That's the sequel. Wow. How have I didn't even know about that? Yeah, it's a ten movie, and you haven't even seen the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know if I, if there was like a really good movie, I was like really into it, and a sequel came out. I'll be waiting for the next one. <laughs> it was straight to DVD, so that shows. That's true. It's very true. I don't care. I didn't say I was all into. It. I just said it was a good movie. <laughs> like I didn't. There it was. was no, it is. No, there's nothing wrong with it. You're right. I understand what he's talking about. I'm just giving him a hard time. So, but. So then it is weird that for the third one, they went to the cartoon instead of the CGI. Because it's a precursor to the and they TV kept... show. And the... Okay. Well, I mean, and usually whenever they would do something like that, they would get rid of the actors and they would you know, bring in someone else. So I'm surprised they actually kept uh, Zachary Levy in the Oh, yeah, yeah. She did all like, of them, which is weird. Usually they just get... Yeah. Usually you just get someone who sounds kind of like them. Like Tom Hanks' brother? Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. like that. <laughs> In 2001, Glenn Keane, famous for being a character animator for The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Pocahontas, and Tarzan, pitched his idea to Disney to make a movie loosely based off of the Brothers Grimm's story, Rapunzel. Disney CEO Michael Eisner and Walt Disney feature animation head David Stainton had two conditions that needed to be agreed on before greenlighting Keane to start developing. The first condition was the film had to be CGI. This condition was hard for Keane to agree to since he was a very pro-cell animation. The CGI was demanded in order for Disney to keep up with the success of Pixar and DreamWorks' new animated films. The second condition was that the story has to be more of a spin on the fairy tale, very much like Shrek. It had to be more modernized so that it was less like the classic distressed princess story. In 2003, the film was announced as Rapunzel Unbraided and was set for a 2007 release. In 2005, Unbraided was pushed back to summer of 2009 in order to give Keane more time to perfect the story. In 2007, it was announced that Dean Wellens, well-known as a supervising animator on Iron Giant, would join Keane as co-director. 
In 2008, both Keane and Wellen stepped down as directors due to other commitments and were replaced by Byron Howard, the co-director of Bolt, and Narthen Grano, head of story on Bolt. Keane stayed on as an executive producer and animation supervisor. It was later revealed Keane had stepped down as a co-director due to a heart attack he suffered in 2008. In 2009, Princess and the Frog was released and was a big flop in the box office. This caused more story changes to Rapunzel Unbraided, as well as a name change. Disney wanted to include a wider audience very much like Shrek had, so the name Rapunzel Unbraided was changed to Tangled, hoping to attract both male and female adults and children. They also wanted to emphasize Flynn Rider as the film's prominent male character, whose story is just as important as Rapunzel's. So... You know, I find it kind of interesting that Princess and the Frog mm-hmm. didn't do so well in the at the box office. Yeah. And still, though, on the Disney cruise ships, right, on the, I forget which one it is. I think it's the Magic. I could be wrong. I think it's the Magic. The Magic has a tangled, um, like, restaurant, right? You mean Princess and the Frog? And the Wonder... Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Magic oh. has tangled a tangled restaurant, oh, and the Wonder has Princess and the Frog. Oh, and yeah, but still, Princess and the Frog didn't do so well at the box office. But mm-hmm. they have a whole themed restaurant to it on the ship. Do you, why do you think that the Princess Princess and the Frog flopped? I don't know because the animation was really good, the music was really good. Yeah, I lo- good setting. Since I've watched it, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't into. Any really Disney movies when they came out, but since I had my daughter, I've seen it like probably over fifteen times, and I like the movie a lot. I would think after ten, the uh, liking the movie would start to go no, down. No, but. it hasn't. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but so it, yeah, uh, Tiana's place is on the Disney Wonder, mm-hmm. and Rapunzel's Royal Table is on the Disney Magic, and they're both like great restaurants. Um, Which Tiana's makes sense, because in the movie she was cooking, you know, the, uh, there's a big emphasis on the food right. making. We're tangled. She's stuck in a tower. What's she making? <laughs> yeah, well, but the one on uh, Rapunzel's Royal Table, um, it is based on the, the the Snuggly Duckling. Oh, okay. Oh, so why is it not called the and, Snuggly Duckling? You're right, instead of the Royal Table. I, I don't. Is this called the Snuggly Duckling? And it is. It's really cool. You um, should have complained. I should no, oh, dude. It was. It was awesome. I mean, the um, maybe it wasn't based on the Snuggly Duckling, but they, up on stage, it was kind of like the bar scene, mm-hmm. and they had the different, the you know, like when when they go into the bar scene, the Snuggly Duckling, Duckling, mm-hmm. and have like the Vikings. different thugs in there. Yeah, the thugs. Yeah. Those thugs, man, were awesome. They were really. Um, interacting with the crowd they would come down and sit at the tables i mean the other characters which makes it more reason why it shouldn't be called the royal table yeah i guess you're i mean you're right you're you're 100 right but it's still really cool i really think we should go in for those imagineer jobs (laughs) you're right i mean it should be definitely it should have been called the like this some type of bar type of thing like snuggly duckling maybe not the snuggly duckling but something kind of like a bar feel to it the Snuggly Duckling aboard or, you know, ship related. Well, I'm looking at some pictures right now and it is like a castle. Um, I don't remember it being a castle. I remember it being like, I just remember that the thugs were a big part of the show. And that's maybe that's what yeah. over, that's, that's kind of what I remembered was them. And that's the reason why I kind of remember the Snuggly Duckling maybe mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. But it's um the, it's crazy but that the, they the, the, changed the, directors so much. Like, yeah, well, yeah, you know, well, it got a big delay. Yeah, big delay, change directors, and still be a good movie. Like, I feel like that's definitely well. I think hard that's what contributed to it being a good movie is that they changed the directors and it wasn't really rushed. And they had, I mean, so they had more time to kind of evolve the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can you imagine? Imagine, imagine the movie being called Unbraided. I think I don't think that is as good as a name as Tangled. I think Tangled's a lot better. Tangled's a lot cooler to me, right? Yeah. So I think that the the for how long it took the movie to come out, I think it benefited the movie. Yeah, because anytime you know you have something you see is not going the way it should go, it's best to hold off, fix it how it should be fixed, instead of rushing it out, trying to get the deadline, and pushing out something that's not good. And I think that's yes, a, that's something which that sometimes it, people do. I think I've heard that from you before, Adam. 
No, I said that with video games before. I never, I, now we're talking about movies. I know, but so, everything that we do, for, like when we're building the studio, like when we're building the studio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you always yeah, say I tell that. You, you want to you rush it and be like, oh, let's be done with this. And, you know, I say do it the right way so you don't have to fix yeah. it again. That's why we can't set anything on top of the projector because you didn't use the right drill bits to go into the concrete. No, it's fine. It, didn't, it won't fall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set a five-pound weight on it and see if you still say that. Well, I was there. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Which, if you mount it into concrete, that shelf should be able to hold at least 50 pounds. But, you know, going, like I said, with cats, you know, they rushed that out. You know, it was not good. People complained. They even had an update to the movie while it was in theaters. Yep, yep, you're right. How about but look at look at Sonic the Hedgehog. That movie they had the the trailers and people were going crazy about how bad Sonic the Hedgehog looked and they totally mm-hmm. changed Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Right, and they did the right thing. They postponed yep. it to make it look better. I think it's definitely a Disney attribute to make sure things are done right, not quickly. Cuz we've done a few movie review a few movie episodes. And I feel like every time we do a movie episode, the the it's always being pushed back a little bit to give the people more time to do what they want to do. I'm trying to think other than uh, Lady and the Tramp. What oh, yeah, Beauty and the Beast. And um, yeah, we did that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is the best thing to do. Don't push out, um, you know, not good products like cats with their ball holes. <laughs> I was say. With or is without. that what happened? The cats didn't have <laughs> no. ball holes? No, they did, and then they um, before it was released, they had someone to go in and take them all out. <laughs> so there's a copy where they have bubbles. Oh, I wonder, I wonder, what, like whose idea, like was like, okay, listen, we're gonna make these cats leave the buttholes in. Like whose idea was that? Like, well, you want to make it anatomically? There's correct. no genitalia, so why have buttholes? That's true. Right. <laughs> well, why do the females have breasts? Oh, but there's hair on on them, aren't there? Yeah, there is. But and then I think I haven't seen the movie, but from what I heard, like Judy Dench, she has regular fingers instead of cat paws. I don't know, man. I haven't seen it either. But I like heard the whole, they thing, had the whole thing's a mess. Yeah, the whole thing's a mess because they rushed it out. Yep. And that movie freaked me out when I was younger, man. I grew up in New York, and that there was like always the commercials on for that Broadway play, and I hated it. Because it was weird. Oh, I was going to say, it wasn't a movie. It was a Broadway play. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Did they have a movie back then? They no, had, but it, they, they released had like, it. the commercials for the play. Like book now, oh, you know? Okay. But they released a play uh-huh. as a movie. Yeah, in 1998 they did. Yeah, because I've seen it. And I liked it as a kid. Well, you know, Joe gets you know a little scared. So that's probably why. The story of Tangled is very different than the story it was based on. Rapunzel. Glenn Keane used the Brothers Grimm's 1812 Rapunzel as his inspiration, which was based on the fairy tale Rapunzel by Frederick Schultz in 1790. That was a translation of Personettes in 1698 by Charlotte Rose, which was itself influenced by an earlier Italian tale, Preto Sinella, in 1634 by Basil. Before Rapunzel was born, her mother required a plant so badly that she told her husband she would die without it. The husband, wanting to please his wife, tried stealing the Rapunzel, a salad green, from a nearby garden. The husband was caught by an enchantress named Gothel. The only reason Gothel spared his life is by having him promise his and his wife's firstborn child to her. Gothel returns to the couple and takes the child once it is born and names her after the same plant that the parents tried to steal. Gothel locks Rapunzel up in a tower and that's how she lives until a man wanders through the woods and falls in love when he hears Rapunzel sing. Rapunzel lets down her hair and allows the man in the tower. They fall in love and the man returns nightly bringing fabric with him in order to eventually get Rapunzel down from the tower. In the person version, Gothel finds out the man has been visiting after Rapunzel's waist starts to grow large, which reveals Rapunzel being pregnant. Brothers Grimm change this to Rapunzel brainlessly slipping the information to Gothel. Gothel cuts Rapunzel's hair and leaves her in the forest to fend for herself. Gothel then uses the hair to trick the man into climbing back into the tower, where Gothel tells him Rapunzel is dead. The man falls from the tower into thorns which blind him. He then spends his days wandering the forest, but by pure chance comes upon Rapunzel and her twin children. Rapunzel cries while holding the man she loved. Her tears fall into the man's eyes, healing him from his blindness. 
The man then takes Rapunzel and their twins to go live in his kingdom. That's a lot of different versions and to show that Disney keeps taking stories from many, (laughs) many people. Yeah. Yeah, the, usually the Brother Grimm stories are nothing like the Disney stories. Well, no, they're uh, gory and, you know, they're definitely not Disney PG. Yeah. But I've never really heard the original Rapunzel story. Have you guys? No. I have. I have. But yeah. going with the thorns and stuff like that, I have. Yeah. Hey, so, you know, what happens now if, like, 200 years from now, people can take Another company will take Disney's idea, Disney's idea for these movies until mm-hmm. they make a whole new new movie. Well, it doesn't right. have to be two hundred years from now because all the Disney movies are and for the public, pretty much. Like you can make a Rapunzel movie yourself, right? You, you can make call a Pinocchio movie. Oh yeah, just have a totally different like uh, storyline, right? Right. Well, no, I mean, it doesn't even have to be that far off the storyline as long as the character doesn't look identical to her. Yeah, true. I'm trying to think, other than um, you have Pinocchio, you have Rapunzel. Who else do I have? I mean, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, Cinderella, um, Beauty and the Beast. I forget. Was that a that that was yeah that, that was a remake I think too. it was yeah it was we did history yep on yep. that one yep and but you know you gotta think about this is that some of my favorite movies that have came from Disney have been Pixar films like Toy Story you know. I just watched Onward. I mm-hmm. can. I think that's one of my favorite um, Disney movies. Well, I'm talking more about that later. Yeah. Um, so some of the ones that are coming, that are, these movies are Disney Pixar. I would say that they're better than. I mean, they're better than the Disney movies. And that's well, why they are them. the Disney movies. Yeah, now they are, yeah. but before they weren't. I was trying to see Disney films that started out as children's books, Little Mermaid. Oh, these are just uh, now. Never mind. Trying to do a quick Little answer. Mermaid was Brothers Grimm or no? <sighs> I don't know. Frozen. Oh, yeah. Frozen was, yep. It was? Yep. Really? Oh. Like, but guess what? The, but the, So Frozen was a Brothers Grimm, right? But Hans, the second no, Hans story Christian line, Anderson. Oh, yeah. But that's the second why, story had, had nothing to do with it, though. Right. But that, that was like a made-up story. Yeah, but... And you, that's... I like that one. But, oh, hold on one second. Go ahead, Adam. Uh, do you realize Hans Christian Anderson? You know how they, they put that in there, right? In the movie? Yeah, that was the... Um, Hans. The salesman, right? Kristoff. Oh, yeah. And who was Anderson? Uh, Anna. Anna. Oh, okay. Oh, and Sven. And the, um, but see, the se- Frozen Two. I liked Frozen Two better than the first one, and that was like an original story. Yeah, I disagree on that one. You still like the first one better? Yeah. Alice in Wonderland was a uh, Carol Lewis Carroll. Mm-hmm. Peter Pan, Oliver and Company, Mary Poppins. Well, we all. I mean, you can see the movie on Mary Poppins. How that was. Ooh. Done. Oliver and Company. That would be a good one to do history on. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I th- Looking at the picture, I, I I know I've seen it. I just don't remember it. I, l- I remember that little chihuahua. I'd have to definitely rewatch that one. While Tangled was being made, the animators working on it became very inspired by a Rococo painting. Fragonard's The Swing. Rococo style is characterized by its light, airy, and feminine lines. The style was known for its ornate forms, shells, elaborate curves, an asymmetric composition. This inspiration helped the animators feature a lush environment not before seen in CG animated films. This was the first time Disney intended to blend the look and feel of traditional hand-drawn Disney films with the newer 3D animated film style. The original score for the film was composed by Alan Minken, well known for co-writing the music for The Little Mermaid. The lyrics written by Glenn Slater, who wrote the lyrics to the Broadway version of The Little Mermaid. Minkin said he attempted to blend medieval music with 1960s folk rock. Minkin also noted the opening number, When Will My Life Began, went through five or six versions. On September 10, 2009, it was announced that actress and singer-songwriter Mandy Moore would voice Rapunzel and Zachary Levi would voice Flynn Rider. Mandy Moore expressed that she dreamed to be a Disney princess since she was young and voicing Rapunzel would fulfill that ultimate childhood dream. 
Tangled opened on November 24, 2010 and earned $11.9 million, breaking Toy Story 2's record of largest pre-Thanksgiving Wednesday opening. Its first weekend, it earned $48.8 million, making Tangled an instant hit. The movie's success produced a short film, Tangled, Ever After, which came out in 2012, which is a sequel. A TV movie, Tangled Before Ever After, airing in 2017, and a television series, Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure, airing in 2019. So, do you guys know where Zachary Levi, where he's famous from? Chuck. Nope. Yeah, from the show Chuck, and that, I love that show. Yeah, me too. Adam, have you seen that show? No, I haven't seen that show. Oh, you should oh, watch it. Oh, Adam, you should watch it, man. It's really good. Yeah, that's good. I have enough to do right now. I can't add on another show. Yeah, you've been playing a lot of games, right? Now you've been playing. You've been playing Sources Arena. Yeah, I played that last night up until three o'clock in the morning because I couldn't sleep. Hey, so yeah, so Alan Menken, you know, he is like a Disney legend. He's an mm-hmm. icon, I would say. And it's yeah. cool. I like to hear that these songs they go through a lot of tweaking. Like, there's like, you know, how many versions did they say they went through on this Six. one? Six. So it's not per- they don't they don't get it right the first time, you know, mm-hmm. and they don't even get it right the second time, and they they keep on working on it. And there's this one had five or six versions. I think that's kind of that's kind of um, cool, you know, kind of give that message. Hey, don't give up. It, it. I think it has like a whole creative process. I guess you can say. And I like to see that the great people go through the great icons, the you know, the John Williams and the Alan Menken. They kind of have they have that creative process that they go through. Yeah, I like the uh, animated style of the movie. It's definitely different than other movies they've made. Um, And it is cool how they blend the CGI with the hand-drawn. Because earlier it said the guy who came up with the whole idea, um, I'm blanking, he was more for hand-drawing. So it's cool that they ended up making kind of a mix between CGI and Mm hand-drawing. He liked the the shell shading, right? Um, I forget what it's called. I'll go back and look. Which 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 one do you guys like better? Do you guys like the CGI? Do you guys like hand drawn? Uh, the mix. I like the Tangled, like not complete CGI, like a Shrek, but when they mix it in, it has a different look. In this, they call it Pro Cell Animation. Um, but yeah, I like the mix better than CGI, because then when you get the CGI, it's like sometimes it can be over CGI'd. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, cell shaded. Like you're thinking something shaded. else. There was a um, Keanu Reeves movie that was cell shaded. That's like a Borderlands kind of look. Yeah, I like that though. I like that look. It's not my favorite, but I do like that look. Yeah, in in certain ways, it's good, but it, it is. I mean, it's raw. It's not clean. Yeah. Yep. I kind of like things that are not clean, though. You know, because it's real. Usually, when things are fixed over and over again, I mean, it's cool and it looks really nice, but. I mean, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not real. Mm-hmm. So you like a TV that's a little banged up. It's like, it's not perfect, but it's, it's, it's right there. Yeah. It has, uh, it has like personality. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what's the synopsis of the story again? <gasps> For many years, an old crone named Gothel sang to a magical flower hidden in the forest to keep her body young. Over time, the kingdom of Corona was built nearby. And when the pregnant queen falls ill, a rumor of a magical flower is made known and the king demands a search for this flower. The king's guard find the flower hidden by Gothel and is used to save the queen's life, who then soon has her daughter, Rapunzel. They celebrate the occasion by letting off lanterns into the night sky. Gothel, wanting her magic back, kidnapped Rapunzel and sang to her, revealing the power laid in her golden blonde hair. And to keep the secret of a kidnapped child, she was locked away in a tower. Rapunzel grew up being told the world was scary and had to rely on painting. <sighs> the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Oops. I, probably, I guess I should have said that beforehand. That's cool. Okay, you guys ready to do quick fire? Uh, yep. Oh, we're not going to talk about that at all? Um. Yeah. So are we going to talk about the uh, the corona? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the fact that, she, you know, she, the kingdom of corona is where she was from, and she was locked away in a tower for 18 years. 18 years. We're going to be locked away for 18 months. So is this going to happen to us for 18 years and we stay quarantined in our houses? No, just 18 months. 18 months, but in the story, it's 18 years. Well, yeah, we don't have to stay as long. Oh, okay. I do like the uh, uh, memes online where it's like uh, the song where it's 5 a.m. I woke up and I did all this stuff and then like when my life began because everyone's doing all these things now before even noon because they got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. 
like cleaning and painting and dancing and singing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, playing <laughs> playing the piano and singing songs and posting them on YouTube. I don't know anyone that's doing that. Joey Mazant, possibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all he's been doing he's living the life of rapunzel <laughs> he wakes up and plays his piano uh, yeah let's see if his hair grows that long <laughs> i think it will that's why he cuts it daily I think, I so think it he, won't grow that long i know yeah that's exactly he cuts it daily so it doesn't get that long that's right <laughs> he probably lives in a two-story house too like the one story is just solid building well that's... he lives one story then it's on top of a tree somewhere but it's one story <laughs> like of a house Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Tangled was accompanied by a video game called Tangled, which was released in 2010. Early designs for Pascal were purple and blue. He was also almost a squirrel. Inside Rapunzel's tower, you can find Sleeping Beauty's spinning wheel, Snow White's apple, a rose, and a wardrobe that looks like Madame Anwar from Beauty and the Beast, a seashell from The Little Mermaid, and Cinderella's slipper. The kingdom was inspired by Mont St. Michael. The design of Flynn came from what animators called the Hot Guy Meeting, where the women in the studio picked their favorite celebrities' features. Eugene is 26 while Rapunzel just turned 18. That's an eight-year gap, making it the biggest age gap of all the Disney couples. Tangled is the first Disney princess movie to be rated PG. During the I Have a Dream scene at the Snuggly Duckling, you can spot Pinocchio, Pumbaa from The Lion King, and Louise from Princess and the Frog. According to Disney, Rapunzel's hair weighs 10.4 pounds. The swing makes an appearance in Frozen's during Anna's For the First Time in Forever song. Rapunzel's parents never talk during the entire movie. In the scene at the Kingdom's library, you can see books for other Disney movies like The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and Sleeping Beauty. Hey, you guys want to talk about quick fire? Yeah, quick I do. Yeah. Quick? So the shell. So, uh, so the uh, Little Mermaid shell. Mm-hmm. Was that a C cup or a D cup? <laughs> oh, Neil's. That's funny. Niels would like that. And what do you guys think about uh, um, Pascal almost being a squirrel? I think it would have been terrible. Yeah, because he did change. Like, he blended into scenes and stuff. A squirrel can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I like Pascal. I like him as a, what is he, a chameleon, chameleon right? yes. Yep. And. Yeah, I like yeah. him as a chameleon. When she is a baby and with she's still with her parents on the, uh, what's the musical thing that goes above a crib? No, the mobile. Oh mobile, yes. On the mobile is an iguana, a horse, oh. and a duck. Oh, wow. You put all three of those together, and you get a chameleon. What? There was already a chameleon. No, no. No, <laughs> no the horse. You said iguana. You said iguana. Oh, sorry, a chameleon. Close enough. C- chameleon. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it was a chameleon. The shape of, um, So, yeah, and the horse is in there, and then the, the snuggly duckling, you know, for the duck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and w- and what's up with this um, whole the hot man meeting where women from the studio pick their favorite celebrities' features? Yeah. So what happened was I felt kind of they I, were I felt kind of like uh, go ahead. I know, I know what Joe's going to say. Joe's going to say <laughs> that if say. guys were to do that to a girl, <laughs> we would be ridiculed. <laughs> yeah, man, that's not what I was going to say. Oh. That's true, though. I was going to say I feel kind of offended, man. <laughs> So what happened was apparently they were trying to figure out how to make Flynn Rider and they wanted to make him as ideal as a person as possible. So they had all these women that worked there bringing photos of their favorite, their celebrity crushes. So you got photos <laughs> like Brad Pitt and, fo- and photos of like other celebrities of that sort. And they try to f- pick the best features of each person to make Flynn Rider. Dude, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. Did they have anyone from the Diz his? I was there, I think. <laughs> Uh, there's one more quick fire. I mean, it's not a, um, like it's not official that it was them, but in frozen, uh, you can see Flynn and Rapunzel uh, yeah. and, a, and a group of people. You can see the backs of their heads. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I always look for them when I see that, when I watch that movie and I like how they have the same painting in frozen that they based a lot of the art from in this movie, the swing. Um, I, I saw that photo online. Uh, Joe, do you know what the swing is in in Frozen? I could tell you exactly where it, what scene it is. I don't know. I don't. So know. you know when she's dancing in the hallway and she's going from painting to painting, she's like, "Hang in there, Joe." Yeah. So at one point when she jumps in the air and she kind of stays in midair for a minute and she looks like she's swinging. Yeah. That's the, the artwork to swing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. 
And you know what? When I saw this, that her parents never talked in the entire movie, I stopped and was like, is that true? And then I thought about the movie and I was like, yeah, they never talk. That's crazy. That is, that is, that is crazy. I realized that when I was on IMDb looking up who played the parents. No one. They had nothing. <laughs> you know, it's pretty crazy that they don't talk, but some of the scenes that they have is kind of like um, pulls at the heartstrings. Yeah, man, for sure. Emotional. Like when they when the dad like first yeah. sees her, you know, when she, as she's older. And yeah, this, but look at the first fifteen minutes of Up. There's no talking. Oh yeah, and that's freaking crazy. Yeah. That's really like upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Joe has to really prepare himself if he wants to watch up. He usually skips the first part. Dude, I think a lot of people do. Nah, I don't. We here at Diz His think Tangled is easily one of the best Disney princess movies Disney has made. Are there any hidden Mickeys, Adam, or no? I looked there I saw a video of a girl pointing out all the hidden Mickeys. And every single one of the like ten she did were circles near each other. It was like the floating orbs. Oh. She's like, "Oh, and there's a head Mickey." It's like they're floating orbs. You're gonna eventually have three near each other. Yeah, they weren't even overlapping. And then <laughs> one was paint cans. She's like, "Oh," and then when she goes to paint, the paint cans turn into a hidden Mickey. But two of them were large, and one of them was small. It's like, no, it would have been one large and two smalls. Yeah. So, no, no, I, I wouldn't say mm. there's any Hidden Mickeys. Just the characters that we mentioned that you can find. Okay. And really, I mean, Hidden Mickeys, I'm, I'm sure there's some Hidden Mickeys, of course, like in the movies. But I would say they're more of Easter eggs, I guess, because the Hidden Mickey books, they don't go into the yeah. movies. They're just talking about at the parks. Right, and they could be something so small that someone put into a design that unless you zoomed in on the video, you're never going to see. Yeah. But yeah, those are Easter eggs, what most people see in movies, not hidden Mickeys. Yeah. Disney's Memories. Okay, so Adam, uh, what are some of your memories with the movie Tangled? Ah, uh, well, you know, I love this one so much. It was one of my greatest I know. movies. I gave it a 10. <laughs> Fine. Nine and a half. Okay. Are you, you happy? Wait, why are you going back, man? Nine and a half? You can't do that. You <laughs> yeah. gave it a 10. Stay with uh, it. Um, I'm happy. No, I, I, I mean, I don't have any memories. I, I saw it in the movie theater. I saw it, I believe, once at home. It was just a good movie. Okay. Nothing that I can think of is wrong. I'm going to have to, you know what? If the kids can ever get done with their homework, because they seem to have more homework now than ever, I will try to get the family to watch it. Okay. How about you, Alex? You got any memories? Um, I mean, kind of. I Like I said, I didn't see the movie when it came out, and it wasn't really on my radar. Um, But I had seen it in the past once, and I was like, oh, it's pretty good. And then, of course, since having my daughter, we've watched it probably a, almost a dozen times. And it's just a really good movie. I really like this music from it. I remember my wife, she was a big fan of the music from it as well. And she would want to, like, we'd listen to Disney music and the uh, Mother Knows Best song would come on. And that's one of her favorites. And I was like, oh, this, what's this song? Well, uh, the song's okay, I guess. It's not, I'm not a big fan of it. But then as I've seen the movie and the more I've seen the movie, the more I like that song, Brother, Mother, mm-hmm. Mother Knows Best. Um, I think it's up there as, as one of, a great song. Um, and then the movie itself is awesome. I love the frying pan, the way she uses yeah, the frying pan as weapon. It's the funny. whole movie. Uh, I love the horse in it. He's it's a good character, the horse. Um, and yeah, it's just I think I think they did it's from beginning to end, end entertaining. I don't think there's any lull in the movie whatsoever. Actually, I just thought there's one thing they did not get right. Oh wow! Oh, his nose. I just can't get the nose right. <laughs> Whose nose did they use, man? Owen Wilson's, you think? <laughs> Probably. That's, well, there's a few, but yeah, one of them was uh, Owen Wilson's broken nose. How about you, Joe? Yeah, so I watched this movie a couple of years ago. My cousin, who's also, he does a podcast, and it's a wrestling podcast. It's called uh, That Guy's Wrestling Podcast. And so he recommended the movie to me and he was just talking about how great it was. And I was like, you know, I never watched Tangled. I think I'm going to watch it with my family because they've never watched it either. And we watched it and it, it we, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, 
Tangled, they have a musical on the Disney magic ship. And pretty much it's the whole story of Tangled. And the person who, the lady who played Mother Gothel, she dominated the role. I mean, you're talking about you like Mother's Nose best. I mean, she nailed it. She rocked it out of the park, knocked it out of the park. She rocked. Um, she was actually eating at the table right next to us for our dinner, you know, meals. And I was like, I, I, well, obviously when she was up on stage, she had like the wig on and everything. And she was sitting next to us and she's eating all by herself. And I'm like, I recognize mm-hmm. that lady. I, I couldn't figure it out. And then I was like, you know, that's Mother Gothel. And so we didn't say anything to her, you know, because uh, that was like a five night cruise. But we did a game show because, you know, on the cruise ships, they usually have a bunch of like fun activities that you can do trivia. And we were doing a game show and she was sitting right behind us. And then uh, one of the, the ladies I was with traveling with, she went up to her and was like, hey, you know, you did such a great job. Um, you were awesome. And she said that the show was her last show on the cruise ship because she was going to she's going to be on Broadway. So it was her last like showing. Yeah, it was awesome. It was That's super cool. cool. Oh, yeah. wow. And um, that's uh, we went to the Riviera, and that's a new DVC resort. It's like an Italian-themed like resort, you know, very art artsy. And they had the, the floating lanterns, like, the, like a tile, like art, like painting thing. And it's super cool. It's really nice. I recommend checking that mm-hmm. out if you guys ever get a chance to go to Disney. Um, also it's right by the Skyliner. So you can pretty much, that's what we did. We got done eating at, um, at the restaurant and then we went down and we walked through the tunnels where they had the, the art like of Tangled, you know, like the, of the floating lanterns and pretty much the Skyliners were like right there. So, and we rode the Skyliners. Do so, you have a photo of that? I do actually. Oh, nice. Okay, because I just went to check in. I actually have the opposite side. I have Peter Pan's. Um, oh, that's really cool too. Peter Pan's side, yeah. Yeah, I do. Maybe I'll go ahead and I'll post that later on in Discord, in our Discord chat. So what did you guys do in the world of Disney slash news? Well, how about you, Alex? What would you do? Um, Not too much. We've watched some movies. Uh. And, I mean, I guess I'll bring it up. We I watched Onward. I mean, we've yep. all watched. We all watched Onward, and uh, mm-hmm. the movie's really good. The movie's really good. Why do you think it's good? This real quick. Um, I think the storyline's good. I think the character development's good. I think the way they moved it along is good. Um, I played D and D growing up, so the whole. I love yep. that the brother is a and d fan and he's like using, I like how he's saying it's based off of real things constantly to people mm-hmm. who are poo-pooing this <laughs> idea that there's, we speak that the, the game mechanics might work in real life. Um, so I think, I think, uh, for all that, it was, it was a good movie. It was, it was a good idea to do that kind of what if, uh, magic just disappeared and all these animals just end up living in regular lives like we mm-hmm. do now. I think that's a, a great concept and I and I they probably won't, but I'd love if they made more movies in that world. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like the whole like you know how you were saying how magic went away mm-hmm. and because all the stuff that we have was kind of easier to use like before they were using magic to light up stuff, but now we just have like you can just turn on a light switch and boom, lights there. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that whole concept of ma- cuz we kind of look like magic's easier. Right. Right. I kind of like that whole concept that magic's not easier. It's the whole thing of how they take an uh, Disney takes an idea of something like Olaf, you know, who is a snowman who loves the warm weather. It's kind of like, okay, obviously snowman. It's just the whole it's like ironic. You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of ironic that, hey, we see magic as something that's easy in this world. Magic's not easy. It's actually something that's, you know, not easy. So. But with, you know, uh. What was it? The Disney, I forget. There's a Disney show that's like a 20 minute thing on the Disney plus app. And they actually go into more of the story of onward and how the director, like she was, you know, she didn't like where she was living. Mm -hmm. She was with her mom and she couldn't wait every weekend. Her sister would drive over and pick her up and take her for the weekend. And then that's how kind of, you know, she turned that from, you know, sister to brothers, you know, how, 
you know, is the brother picking him up in the van, you know, like how they had the adventure. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can find, ah, crap. I'm blanking on the name, but it's a little 20 minute short thing they have on Disney plus that gets into that. That's cool. But I heard, I heard a different story though, about how the movie came to be. Well, I mean, this was from the director's mouth. What story did you hear? Well, I heard the writer. Um, I guess the director is how the story flows, but the writer, I heard the writer wrote it because uh, it's like a love letter to his brother because he himself lost his father at a young age and never really got to see his father or meet him. And so his brother was like his father growing up. And so this movie was kind of like a love letter to his brother in a sense that that what the character's going through is what he and his brother went through. Okay, so maybe she added in the adventure, you know, the van type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Writer, director. Right. Uh, so I watched Onward. <laughs> it's pretty much Frozen for boys. I know? agree with that. I was a gamer growing up. I played like World of Warcraft. I play all the. I played all those like MMOs, and uh, I loved it, man. I loved the movie. I can see this one being one of my, you know, new favorite ones. We watched it like two days in a row. Uh, I can't wait to watch it again. You know, Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, both like likable characters. Mm-hmm. Like they're just likable. Like Tom, Chris Pratt is a likable guy. And I, that comes through with um, Barley. Um, that comes through with him. And I, I like that Chris Pratt's personality comes out through the character. Yeah, it definitely does. So how about you, Adam? What do you think? Uh, it was good. Um, there was no down moments on it. Like it was a steady movie. I did say there's two points where I'm like, well, no, that wouldn't happen. Um, yes, I said that in this type of movie. Uh, the first one was the bikers on the bikes. Like mm-hmm. you see the bikes pull up with nothing around it. And then all of a sudden right. they came out from all the fairings. But it's like, no, that's not how it works. You have to pull the throttle. You have to pull the clutch. And then later on, you see them all around the bike driving it. It's like, well, why were they inside the bike the first time? But now they're on the outside. So that was the one thing. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing was when they went to the the crack in the the ground. And um, Barley had to explain to, what's his name? I'm blanking. Ian? Ian. He had to explain to Ian what it was. He's like, oh, that's the pit of internal death or whatever. It's yeah. like, well, it's they're in the same city because the cops that they just ran into were in the same precinct as the, you know, the the mother's boyfriend. How would he not know where, what this crack is? And then they get across the bridge, and then the cops are on the other side of the bridge. It's like, well, right. this crack, this crack didn't run that far then. Well, well, what happens if they crossed over the bridge? Couldn't they? The cops. Well, but but the bridge wasn't down. Yeah, it was. They got over it. No, right. but then after you had one, co- right? You had one cop on one side coming after them, and then the other cops on the opposite side. Okay. Yeah, I did. I when I was watching, it, I was like, "Wow, his precinct is ginormous because he's he's in the city. <laughs> he's on the outskirts of the city. Like he runs, he runs far. This cop. Yeah, because the other cops knew exactly who he was. I'm like, oh, thought you weren't working tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, they're the little things, but, you know. Yeah, overall, we liked it, though. Yes, it was very good. Joe, did you cry? Uh, No, my wife did, though, big time. Really? Because when I watch the movie, now, it might be different for you and me because I have a brother and you have two sisters. Um, Mm -hmm. But when I watched the movie and it was was doing the flashback scenes, I got a little emotional. I got a little, uh, you know, I didn't cry, but I definitely. Yeah, whatever, man. Just admit it. Just say it. it. Come on. Did you Toy what? Story cry? Let's say it. I think I didn't cry in Toy Story either. Nope, just you, Joe. Sorry. Yeah, okay. I did, yeah. however, as soon as he got out of the sewer, I saw the fountain. I'm like, that's where the gem's heading. Oh yeah. Oh, I did, from the beginning, you mean? No, when he when he um popped out of the sewer after they got oh, off the giant yeah. Cheeto. But you remember at the very beginning though, he was kinda that was the thing he was trying to save? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's why as soon as he got out of the sewer, I'm like, oh, that's why they showed that. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. where it's going to be. And that Cheeto stayed crunchy for a pretty long time, huh? It did, man. That was like a massive yeah. Cheeto, too. I love Cheetos. Which I'm surprised because they even mentioned when he was eating the Cheetos, he's like, hey, save them, you know, in case, you know, we need another. But they never, like, swapped out. And then they slowed down big time. 
But uh, there's no musicals in it, if anyone's worried yeah. about that, because it is a, oh, a Disney, yeah. uh, Pixar, not a uh, Disney. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there's musicals in Pixar movies. Hmm. There's music in Pixar that. movies. Not musicals. Where it went. No. In Toy Story. It's not no, musical in Toy Story. You don't the, think the, so? characters, no, the characters? No, the characters don't sing. sing along. There's music. Pix- Pix- uh, Frozen's Pixar, isn't it? No. No. No, Frozen's, Frozen's not Pixar. Disney. Right, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. yeah Pixar Toy does not do musicals. No, like there's Pixar, iconic right? music in the background, but the characters yeah. aren't singing. I guess you're right. Never really realized that, I guess. You, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Usually, like, I see Pixar and Disney as one company, even though they're not. Right. I see it as one company. I mean, I can see where you're getting at because they tie into the other things so well, but two different companies. Yeah, for sure. Just like Fox is a different company. Oh, speaking of, since we are in the news section, there is rumors that new mutants will be coming straight to uh, either Disney Plus or Hulu. Okay. Cool. Any other news you got, Adam? Uh, no. How about you, Alex? Got any news? I got some news. Disney Shanghai is open. They have a special projection on the castle to show mm-hmm. appreciation to medical workers, which I think is kind of cool. cool. You guys might want to check that out. It's pretty nice. And also, do you see that Bob Iger, did you see that he suggested- suggesting temperature the temp- screenings when yeah. the park reopens? Yes, yeah. I did see that. I saw that on our and OneDrive. What do you think about that? I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good, good idea, idea, but, but I mean- going to slow down getting into the park. Uh, nah, yeah. man. I mean, they sit there. And, whoop, nah. like what do you mean, button. nah? Yes, that's going to slow down. Just checking your bag so. slows you down enough. Yeah, I know. But the other things is kind of like a button that you press and like it's almost like the laser thing that goes right in your forehead and it tests it instantly. Yeah, but they're going to have to clean it off or put a new plastic piece over they don't it even, each time. Well, they don't even need to go and put it against your head, some of the things that they have now. Now, you can go ahead yeah, and there's like temperature checks now that you don't even have to touch your skin at all, man. It's just like a laser. Right goes on your skin and it yeah but how i yeah i know i know because i have one for my car when i was checking uh engine temperatures but like how accurate is it is it going to be accurate enough that they need to know if you're you know have a fever or not that's true i'm sure some of them i'm sure the more expensive ones are accurate so that's the his on the movie tangled i'm joe i'm alex i'm adam thanks for listening and have a magical week Go to DizHiz.com where you can find links to all of our episodes, our social media accounts, and to our Patreon page where you can help us out and hear more from each of the shows. We also do monthly giveaways for our Patreon subscribers. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. 